0: Welcome to Recommissioned, a bi-weekly podcast where we go back to watch Battlestar Galactica. Each week, I'm joined by my good pal Matt, who has only seen the episodes up to the one we're covering. Now, I've seen them all. And this week, we're covering Season 3, Episode 15, A Day in the Life. You ever wonder what would have happened if the silence hadn't come back? Well, I think given Baltar and the terrain, we couldn't have made a go of it. What about you? Do you think you would have stayed on Galactica or do you think you would have settled?
1: It's pretty hypothetical, isn't
0: it? It is. Until it isn't. (laughs) No. Did I just say that?
1: It's worth just seeing you laugh
0: like that. We've been at war for so long, sometimes we forget what we're fighting for. Raise our kids in peace. Enjoy one another's company. Live life.
1: People again.
0: Like that night in New Cafrica, that's really what we are talking about here now, isn't it? That in other times. So if the silence hadn't come back. But they did. This is the dumbest episode ever,
1: right? (laughs) Is it? Ever?
0: It's pretty shitty.
1: Wow! Wow! Coming out the gate, punching at this poor episode, uh, kicking yeah. it while it's down.
0: Is it kicking down? it? In it's
1: little in it's little ribsies. I just it's uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: it's goofy, right?
1: It's uh, you know what sucks about this episode is that again, it's one of those Everything, episodes where you're like, huh? The writing. <laughs> there's that. <laughs> there's that. But th- it's one of those things where you're like, okay. The core idea here is interesting and, and has, has potential. I think the thing that fucks me up is the whole framing device of he's his wife. It's like a flashback, but he's actually having a conversation with her that he never got to have in his mind, sort of. And it's like a little confusing. And I get that. It's like, okay, they, they instead of going for a traditional flashback, they just opted for this. They'll have this hypothetical conversation. But it's kind of like, are we just... Are we just watching Adama have an imaginary conversation with his imaginary friend wife now? Mm-hmm. I, I I I want to know more about Adama. I, I think it's interesting to have this more pointed focus inside of Adama and how he feels about being commander and how he's failed in his personal life and this like that. You, you tell me that idea on paper. You're like, all right, we're gonna have this episode that really drills into you know uh, Admiral Adama's inner life and his past and his mistakes and how he feels about it right now. I'm like. Okay, cool. That I, I I think we could use that episode, but then you tell me that this is how we're gonna do it. I'm like, I don't know about that. Fucking weird, man. And you know what I really like is seeing more of uh, Adama and Rosalind together. I enjoyed that. I was like, yeah, let's let's get back to that. Let's, let's let's get in on that. Let's not tease. Let's go there. Let's fucking get in it. Get sticky. Yeah, but I don't know, man. Yeah, this episode, it's like a it waffles for me. There are moments where I'm like, yeah, I really like this. This is good. The fucking the whole uh the sequence of Chief and Callie being stuck together in the thing and having to be airlocked out was fucking fantastic. I think that's great. It was an excellently tense, scary moment. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. All the other stuff kind of starts to drag it a little bit. Look, it's gonna be a short one. <laughs> <laughs> Are I'm, you surprised? Anybody? I
0: mean, I'm telling you right now. This is gonna be a short one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Right? It, it's one Go ahead of those. And start that 15 minute clock. <sighs> it's not even that. I'm just,
1: I don't know, right? <laughs>
0: it's like the flashback. Uh, what is,
1: what's the biggest sticking point for you? What? Everything. <laughs> it's all of it. <laughs> um, all right.
0: My favorite part of the episode is Adama and Rosalind at the end of the episode. I do really like that. It's very good. Which is essentially just, uh, I like, okay, he, so here's here's a couple things I like about this episode. I like that, it, although it doesn't seem obvious at first, we have a real mirroring here between Adama and his regret and Callie and the chief sort of being married and being in it, you know? Right. So it's this comparative sort of through line where it is, we're observing what was his decision to, of course, be gone from his wife and their separation and divorce and the problems on the home front of the Tyrells. And what sort of we're led to believe is this, I almost lost you, Callie, I almost lost you, uh, Galen, whatever, and now we're sort of, going to use that momentum to propel us into something better. Right. Where we do take time for ourselves and for young Nikki. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, and I think that the tragedy sort of plays into that. So like, that's cool. in Adamus, some of Adamus regrets, I think the story waffles a little by making Mrs. Yeah. Adama look like a little bit unhinged and a drunk and unreasonable to make us go on the he left. her. I, I hate when stories do that. I love it's so easy. Right? It's so easy. That's such a writing cop out to me. It's so much easier to just be like, "No, it just didn't
1: work." Isn't that sad? It just Didn't fucking right. And like right? they still That's... like each other and care about each other. Yeah, like, sure. we just don't work together. And right. Like, That's
0: that. Right. And and but but see, I I I'm making an assumption that I even like the structure of Adama's stuff, which of course I don't love. I don't love this whole flashback, like long, 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 like not just flashback, but like imaginary talking in his voice.
1: Right. He's like head Caroland, where you're like, Oh yeah. He's like jumping into his conversations <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like, don't say that to Lee or whatever. And it's like, is he, is this fucking silent shit? Like what is, what's going on here?
0: Right. Right. It, it, it's, I mean, you, you get what they're doing kind of right away, but it just feel like you're watching it and you're just like, man, okay. Like it's fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, I don't, I don't love it. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I like the tension of the decompression. I like the, I like that stuff. I, but then I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, Matt, and I'm like, dude, don't they just, how many times has a Raptor done like a soft seal on a hull and just cut through a hull? Like, (laughs) isn't that what Marines do to assail people? They use Raptors, right? So what was it? Was it, they didn't have enough time to cut through the hull? Was that it? was it maybe is that maybe the excuse they're going to give us but i feel like you get a you know you i feel like we've seen this before like marines breaching like when when and adamo were at each other and he's had his team like breaching through like oh we're breaching through the hostage situation i don't remember all the details but i know for a fact in this show at some point there was a raptor attached to another ship cutting into
1: the hull well, and didn't they, didn't they, uh, breach Zarek's prison ship? That might've been the one. Cause I mean, like, that I might've the been the one I'm sneaking, sneaking onto there with, uh, with Starbuck among them.
0: Yep. Maybe that's the one I'm thinking about. Mm. And they just kind of cut through the hall and I'm like, well, you could have just cut through the door and like pulled him into the pressurized hole.
1: You know, I mean, whatever it's. You know what it is? It's the rest of this episode getting you so on your heels that you even start to, to nitpick the good stuff. <laughs> Which it's kind of still the episode's fault, though, of like where you, you kind of start just going, eh, I don't know if any of this works. I remember when I first was watching Battlestar
0: Galactica for the first time, Matt, and I distinctly remember watching this episode for the first time and thinking like when, when, you're, when you're so in love with a TV show it's so much different now, being like emotionally removed from it, and being able to at least be a little bit objective. Of course, I'm still going to be biased because I'm a person, and people are biased regardless of how much they try not to be. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like back then I was sort of in this place where I was like, "Yeah, I mean, they're only in space for like a few seconds. Like that's that's definitely plausible. Like you want to believe, so you you do you know what I mean? I know." Hey, nothing about that. <gasps> Zero <laughs> things. I don't know anything about decompression sickness. I don't know anything about decompression. I don't know anything about what happened to a human body in this particular case. I don't. Mm-hmm. I know nothing about it. I know that it was goofiness and and uh, really dumb when Princess Leia flew through the air. But um, <laughs> but 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 she has magic, so like that's different. Even that's yeah, she stupid. Got, of course, she has
1: got space magic. Everybody, yeah, she's got yeah. yeah,
0: magic. But um. But yeah, it's like, it's, it's all good right up until like that. Like I I just thought, isn't there a, I mean, they're in space like with their flesh, but I don't know anything about it. So I was forgiving of it, but now I'm like, is it, it seems a little bit much, but of all things in the episode, it's the least of my concerns. I don't mind the dramatic tension. I don't mind the way they release the dramatic tension and I remember very specifically, it's very different on a rewatch because in the beginning, I'm like, we might lose one of these characters.
1: Yeah, no, I, I was actually worried about that. I started to think that this might be the end of more so Callie because I was like, eh, I feel like they're going to be not so quick to kill off Chief. But I was like, well, that's not impossible. This would be a very tragic way for him to go. Sure, sure, for
0: sure, yeah. But, um, so yeah, it's just, in, in structurally, like, and then you got the 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 so there's the Adama stuff, him grappling with his pasts, and then you have Callie and Chief and them sort of experience a day in the life of being married and you know, the inherent struggles of working with somebody you're in a relationship with. And then of course you have the then you have the Lee stuff, right? right. <laughs> your daddy your granddaddy was a lawyer and this law thing comes up because we're still beating around the bush on the trial. And that's the other problem is we're just waiting for the fucking trial. Like, let's go,
1: man. Yeah. And, you know, to be honest, that is another uh, a problem with this episode that I think might be even bigger than Adama's whole thing. Because, I mean, like, a, it's almost like you have to just embrace, like, all right, this is the way the episode's doing this. So, okay, I here get we it. go. Right. I get what you're saying. <laughs> it's a big old shit sandwich, and we all got to take a bite. <laughs> just <laughs> ride right along. Um, but with the Lee stuff, this his subplot of, like, oh, remember when you were interested in your grandfather's you know, legal documents and his legal books and maybe you thought about being a lawyer for a little bit and well, I want to appoint you to be the head of this commission for the trial and, and kind of pointing him towards like a different direction. I'm like, that's all fine and well. Seems like it should be in a different episode. It feels a little... Because, I mean, we have that <laughs> aspect and then we have the aspect of him and his relationship with his mother and talking about that with Adama, which feels like another separate subplot involving Lee. And I'm like... Take the legal, like, I feel like that should be the subplot for the next episode of Lee getting involved in, in in the trial and becoming the commissioner and maybe even starting to realize, well, actually, maybe in a time of peace, this is what I want to do. I'm like, that's an interesting path for Lee. I don't think we need to open it up right here. Um, and I get how the episode's trying to use it as, like— uh, Adama looking at his son and, and trying to like see him for what he is and his interests and, and encourage him, you know, cause he's not been a tough gruff father and I'm going to look at you a little differently now. Uh, I get it, but I'm like, it's a lot in this. Do episode. we ever
0: feel that way though? I, I've never quite felt that way
1: about how he treats or feels. about Yeah. Way? Yeah. I've always, I always think he's been
0: outside of their because you know, they're using, they're using mini series like throwback shit here. In the, in the previously on. It's true.
1: Yeah. I was like, like man, that is old. I it care. is. It's a
0: miniseries. Like, how's your mother? Oh, she's getting married. And it's that old school tension, which they've yeah. long since gotten over. And now it's like you're bringing it back up in an attempt to make me feel like somehow Adama and, and Lee don't have a good relationship. I feel like they do. What, what's the last thing I remember? I feel like they're fine. I mean, they didn't beat each other up in the boxing ring. They didn't, yeah. you know? So yeah, I don't know. It's been a while. It's been a while. I feel like they've been pretty pretty tight with each other and in, in in stuff ever since then. But um Yeah, so so I don't know. The, the the most the most natural stuff in this episode to me is Callie and Tyrell and their issues, and then of course Adama with Roslin. Yep. That's um, it. I think all of that stuff works pretty well. And mm-hmm. um and there's just you know, there's like you said, it's, it's not – it doesn't really contribute to the narrative too much, does it?
1: The stuff with Adama and his ex-wife.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> I'm not convinced not really. if you el- erase this episode <laughs> that you're <laughs> yeah. going to be like, what did we miss?
1: You know, and I feel like this could have been – you take all this information that we learn about uh, how Adama feels about his wife mm-hmm. and how there was very troubled – Yep. And how he regrets a lot of it, but doesn't. It's not like he regrets them getting together or existing. He's like, I definitely loved her, and it just you know became a mess and didn't work out. I feel like what you really could have done with that is condense all of that information into a very heartfelt conversation between him and Rosalind. Like he sure. reveals this stuff to her, and you have like a five ten minute scene of just them talking, and maybe maybe a few images within a flashback, like you know them you know Probably in their not house ten minutes, or whatever, but yeah. But, but not a lot of like dialogue flashback and just let him and Roslyn have this like moment of like exchanging their, their backstories and kind of rekindling a little thing between them. Cause that's what the episode ends on. Like that's what we're getting to is okay. This was Adama's troubled relationship past and maybe he's opening up a little more to the idea of a future one with Rosalind. And I'm like, that's okay. That's our arc for this. And I'm like, we don't need all this stuff with his wife. And, and honestly, I mean, you know, we talked about it a little bit, but the whole thing for the episode, not, not much. Yeah. Um, you, like could, you could, Yeah. Yeah. There's information in there that I think is interesting, like Adama. Like I think that it is the idea of Adama walking out on their family and having to just like leave it behind. And he f- looks back on that as like that is a moment of real weakness for him and a failure, and he didn't know what to do. Unlike how he's always able to make the hard decision in military. And like to me, that's but, like as much as she's screaming at him about it, and it's kind of annoying. Like that's the more interesting part of all this backstory. It is. We don't but do much
0: with but it, don't part. you get the impression that if you go back and watch the miniseries, and he's like, "You left, Dad." And Lee and him have this beef, and it's been reconciled. So, like, w- nothing new has been introduced by, from the, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I don't, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I agree that it's not It's not much new. It's almost like the show trying to give us a refresher of just where Adama is at relationship-wise in his past. Like, trying to give the viewer a refresher of, like, all right, this is where he is. So, like, this is where he his mental game is at.
0: And, and for no reason. Like, Adama could have reflected upon his past just by in observing how close Tyrell and Callie came to ruin, you know?
1: Right. And yeah, that's, that would be the perfect setup of you, you have this situation finally resolved. They save them and they're okay. And, You know, it's like it was like this moment of almost tragic ruin for them, but then they kind of see the light, they're a little closer, and that gets Adama thinking, and then he has this nice, Mm -hmm. beautiful conversation with Rosalind, and they start to rekindle what they had back on New Caprica. Or a group of
0: conversations, a group of them, instead of like this big, long-winded play, you know?
1: Right, right. But But I'm always in favor of two characters I like having a more extended conversation. Yeah, if it's written well. If it's written well. It's it's dangerous waters, but
0: I hear what you're saying. Ten minutes is probably insane, but... (laughs) <laughs> but, uh, yeah I mean think about that that's 125% of the episode that's a lot of talking for two people It's a lot of talking but anyway I get what your point is and I think it's funny because you know and you know yeah, it's like and he can reflect it because we're all pieces of shit like that right <laughs> but of course we're, we're all scumbags <laughs> like everything we do as human beings is selfish because that's what we are and it's okay like we just got to make peace with that right
1: <laughs> that's how you start every relationship. hey, look like I'm a you find, Okay, you know like
0: you find out somebody died and, 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 and you're like they're your age and like you don't fucking care about that person, you're scared because like that's mortality that's reaching out to you now,
1: right like oh right. that guy
0: was 30 man and he died of fucking cancer at 29, and you're like, fuck, oh fuck <laughs> you don't give a fuck about that poor son of a bitch who was dying and shit, you know you're like <laughs> internalizing it as like your own fear of mortality because you're pretty much a godless heathen. So you're afraid of death, right? It's normal. That's what we are. We're pieces of shit, people. That's what we are. We suck. (laughs) We're terrible fucking species, right? Generally speaking. Now, you (laughs) know why I love, that's why I like dogs. So it's like. There we go. Yeah, perfect.
1: Dogs dogs, never commit anything wrong. I mean, they definitely bite the faces off of children sometimes and, you know, eat their own young, but dogs are innocent (laughs) angels, though. They're great.
0: Compared to the atrocity of humans, not even close. But, um, yeah, it's crazy, man. You know, it's It's nuts it's yeah. crazy like we we do that we go oh my god like and that's what see Adama could have just been a piece of shit like the rest of us and just <laughs> reflected man. and just reflected on his own bullshit by watching two people that he pretends to care about but truthfully it makes him feel bad about himself
1: <laughs> right I, I yeah i mean i do think welcome that's, back that's... to the entropy hour <laughs> here we go it's all going to collapse into a black hole, everyone. (laughs) The end of existence. Um, But no, yeah. I mean, I think at the end of the day, that's, that's what this episode is about and what it's getting to. And I think it just takes a more bloated approach than it needs to. And honestly, it's, it's a kind of risky thing for not any show, but this show Battlestar Galactica in particular to have a main character have a flashback that's not a traditional flashback and instead be that person from their past now talking to them as if they're in the room there. I'm like, hey, show, that's what you do to signal to us normally in the past that somebody's a fucking Cylon or that they're in connection with silence like that's, a, that's a risky approach to take when you're like, oh, no, no, this person's not a Cylon, it's just his past. I'm like, well, I don't know. That's uh, Maybe you guys shouldn't be taking that that approach. Other shows can do that. But you've, anytime you've established that this person is now in the room with them and talking to them and they're kind of having this conversation that nobody else can hear. I'm like, well, that's Cylon shit. Like, are you playing with me or not? Like, I don't, and I that's don't think interesting. are. are you,
0: now, are you saying that academically
1: as you're thinking, or did you actually have to like pause while watching and go, wait a minute? Not like it's not like it took me a long time, but I remember in the first couple of minutes of the episode, I was like, Wait, who is this person? Why Why does it seem like he's in the room with her? And it kind of took me a minute of like, Oh, okay, so this is like this is his wife, and he's just having a hypothetical sort of imaginary back and forth with her. I mean, it's like I understood Have that. Have you recently a few I'm like, been
0: tested for retardation?
1: <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm in this teaser. show, you can <laughs> it's, it's like a weird gambit to go with of like, You're right, that's how we're going to do it. On this show? Right. You're you're taking
0: something structurally inherent to a show and then using that thing and then being like, oh, no, this is just an imaginary person he talks
1: to in his head. It's different.
0: Right. (laughs) He's like, 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 wait, wait a minute. On paper, yeah, it sounds insane. (laughs)
1: Right. sounds And I'm like, you know, and it's obviously a very different show and a very different reason. But I kind of think about that episode of The Walking Dead after like Rick's wife dies and he like kind of loses it and he ends up talking to her on this phone and he's like just grieving and talking to like this imaginary ghost of her. And I'm like, that show can do that. Because they've never done anything like that before, and never did anything like that since. Like it was like this genuine one-off. He's having this psychotic break almost, and and then talking to this dead person he cares about. Whereas in this show, I'm like, we do this a lot. Like just the way they film it, the way they're showing this. I'm like, we do this a lot, and never for this reason in this episode mm-hmm. until now. And I'm like, that's a little weird. Yeah, Not a man. big deal, but it's kind of odd.
0: No, no, you're you're. I'm I'm with you, man. I'm with you. I uh, I think you're I think you're kind of onto something here. And it's just like, like you said, like, I think the best way you described it is, it's kind of annoying when she's yelling at him. It is, isn't it? Like, she <laughs> she becomes not sympathetic at all.
1: Yeah. And I think, and that's, I think another thing they're going is for is, like, how they the start out. Pete plants writing. Yeah. And it's like, they're trying to do this thing of, like, throughout the episode, even his... I don't know what you would call it an idealized version of her that he's having this imaginary conversation with becomes hostile over time. Like he can't even have a, a peaceful imaginary conversation with this person anymore. I'm like, I get it. I get what you're going for again, but mm-hmm. I'm like, I just don't know if it works. Like, I don't know if it's, it's got me. Right.
0: Um, so I have uh Bastille day on actually in the background. El Bastille day. And, mm-hmm. um, we see the Raptors, they fly up to the Astral Queen, they flip upside down, they stick to the bottom of See, the hull, and they just cut in.
1: See? What in the fuck? Yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> so even the good subplot of this episode is just dog shit. Fucking Battlestar.
0: Yeah, they, they, they e- 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 eject. It's a soft seal. Okay, we're going to listen to it. Let's have a listen to it. <laughs> All
1: right. Soft seal, pressurized,
0: and they're in. Eyes. Well, damn. They're cutting now. Yeah, they That's cut. They is. just cut. They soft seal and cut through the hole.
1: You don't want elections. You don't want oh your freedom. You want a bloodbath. Oh
0: God. What I would,
1: I would love for a scene in this episode when like Callie, she's recovering in the hyperbaric chamber, or whatever, and like Adama comes over. and He's like, "How are you doing, Callie?" And she's like.
0: Um, um, okay. Why didn't you do this? Why didn't
1: you? Why didn't you do it? And he's like, "I well, I uh, forgot that we could do that. Uh, <laughs> I was pretty distracted with my dead wife in my head. Don't worry about it. The command is totally why. Everything is fine. I'm of, of sound. My, what, dear? What? What are you saying to me? <laughs> he's having his fucking psychotic. Put the break bottle like, down.
0: He says, <laughs> like over his shoulder. <laughs> Coddle's like, "What? Are you,
1: what are you doing, Bill?
0: Bill, what are you doing? Let me get that other doctor for no reason to come over
1: here." <laughs> Where's our fucking psych doctor?
0: Get the civilian doctor on the military vessel under military jurisdiction. I'll be right back. Bill just just starts throwing punches.
1: (laughs) Hey, my wife!
0: (laughs) (laughs) While we're at it, why don't we go back to the black market and get some stuff? Just all the (laughs) bad shit in the fucking
1: show. Like, well, I am starting to question the soundness of command aboard this ship. (laughs) Yeah. Soft seal, baby. Cut in.
0: Two seconds. Rescue. Blah-blam. Blah-blam. But yeah, bitch. it makes her, like you. Like we were saying earlier, that's one of the problems. I don't like that writing out. I don't like the, we are we are going to make her not sympathetic. So, yeah. We don't have also, to be like, God, Bill, that's you want to muddy him up a little, right? A little bit. Without making it like he started the Cylon War, because that's dumb. Remember we talked about that. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. You want to muddy him up a little bit and uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. And then it makes us sort of sympathetic to Lee. I mean, he did leave and then she kind of went bananas, which I guess is what we learn in this episode and right, just started hitting the bottle. Yeah.
1: And also uh Carol Ann, hey. Pick a name. Pick one. You get you get one. I'm going to demand you slice that name in half. Pick one. Yeah? Carol Ann. You want to make her middle name Ann? I'm Meredith I'm Meredith Jane. Nah. Nah, pick one. <laughs> pick not, a fucking day. Not Meredith, not a Meredith Jane fan. Meredith Jane, ridiculous. Mhm. Mary Jane, that's all right. I'm Lin- I'm person.
0: Linda Jane. How y'all doing? What about Billie Jean? You like Billie Jean? Can I do Billie mm, Jean? Walking in the line. Walk in walk the line, the Billie, Billie line. Jean. <laughs> that when you're closer I mean, Michael one?
1: made it cool. What? Yeah, but
0: he also jerked off and looked at the kids' assholes. I know. So it's like you have to reevaluate it. that. Allegedly, by the way. Allegedly. What do I know? What do I know from nothing? I don't know what the king of pop does.
1: <laughs> well, you definitely don't know what he does because he's dead.
0: Well, yeah. I didn't know I don't know what he did. You know. <laughs> I just know what they said. But um Yeah, man. So what's your comments or <laughs> there we are. <laughs> Wrapped up. I mean, what are some um, scenes you want to talk about? We we've sort of talked about the opening. We've talked about sort of the flashbacks. So let's let's go through Tyrrell and Callie. What do you think of this whole relationship?
1: I I mean, I do actually like it. Um, Me too. Even just you know showing where the relationship's at by showing Chief walking up to the you know the ladder of their quarters and just like pausing to be like. Ugh. All right, time to brace myself and go in. You're like, wow, this isn't going very well, is it? If <laughs> you have to steal yourself just to go home, it's like, damn, that's a rough, that is a rough patch you're in. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of my favorite just little moments of dialogue here, and it kind of happens in, in two parts because when he's in the room you know, with uh, Callie and Nikki, Nikki's a horrible name for baby, by the way, Nikki. Um, but why? You know, he's, huh? A horrible name for a what? A baby <laughs> or anybody, I don't know. I'm like, it's called Nick Nicky, dude. Why are you? Fucking why, names. Are, why are you like a
0: fucking Hitler of names right
1: now? That's I decide, I decide that they are no good. This is your shtick.
0: This is your fucking. You have nothing to say about this episode, so you're like, I'm gonna hey, stick man. on this name bashing.
1: Hey, man, <laughs> what do I have, Dean? What do I have in this fucking episode? Oh, yeah, I hear you. Got a drama's drunk, dead shit wife. I got a bunch yeah. of bad names. I don't know. Pick them yeah. up, Al's. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, no, when they're in this room One of the things Callie says to him Before they're going to go out and leave Because she's like already annoyed that Well, you volunteered us to go for this job we, we barely get to have any time We were supposed to have this whole day with Nikki And he's like, well, you know, you know it's shorthanded And she's like, it's always shorthanded And she's like, I'm beginning to think that our daycare workers See more of Nikki than we do And he's like, well, it's just temporary, blah, blah, blah But then later on, when they're actually headed down To you know, the, the airlock chamber to work on it And he's like, well, don't worry, I dropped Nikki off It's actually the first time he hasn't cried at daycare And later on she's like, so you're saying he didn't cry at all? And he goes like, I'm telling you he's fine, he's fine. And he doesn't get at all that what disturbs her about that is, wow, he's so used to going to daycare and being away from us, that he doesn't even cry anymore. And, mm. like, it just goes right over his head. And I'm like, that's that's actually some realistic shit of, like, her being concerned of, like, her kid doesn't, is starting to miss us less, and it's a baby. <laughs> and that's that's sad. And he's just like, ah, you know, he wasn't crying. It's fine. Um, and it's, so I, I like that kind of unstated tension between them of, like, they, they're looking at the same problem differently. And that's very realistic, you know, relationship shit to, to me.
0: Yeah, I gotcha. Do you think, um... Do you think maybe if Chief knew she was part of that uh, NXIVM,
1: that she'd... Oh, he would never bring that baby back. Yeah, (laughs) That baby's going to stay at daycare now, actually. Uh, I don't want you to brand it. Forever. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to stay at a state-controlled daycare? Notable members, man. Yikes. Oof. Yeah, motherfuckers. (laughs) But they go in. They head into the, the, the chamber and she's like, well, anybody could hold this tool bag down here. And he's like, ah, but you know the, the gear mechanisms of this type of airlock better than anybody. So you're the one who needs to be down here. Still kind of covering up for the fact that in truth, he just wants her around him.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. And he even tries to hide it with being like, oh, what, what am I supposed to do? Give special treatment to you? You're my wife. How would that look?
0: Yeah, absolutely. There are rough spots be in, right there. That is a rough spot. Oh, wait. We did get some pretty important information. We learned about uh, Adama's mnemonic game he does to remember people's names. That's very important. <laughs> it's very- Jaffe.
1: Jaffe brings me coffee. Yummy coffee from Jaffe. Jaffy coffee. All right. While well, he looks
0: at it. Tr- <laughs> a- planes. Tyrell makes my planes good. Tyrell <laughs> planes make planes
1: good. <laughs> he just has this fucking childish, like, two-year-old sense of, like, memory. <laughs> Uh, oh
0: my god. Coddle. Coddle makes people's bellies and tummy aches go away. Coddle. Coddle makes them feel good. Feel good. Coddle. Dr. Coddle.
1: Tie one eye, one eye, tie. Ty. Tie's got one eye. <laughs> Who's ty
0: Tie friend. ty no eye. Tie no eye. Tie's my guy. He's got one eye, that guy. <laughs> the fuck is this cat
1: in the hat bullshit? <laughs> he has to still remember his friend of thirty-five years through a fucking mnemonic. <laughs> When he walks in the room, he's like, tie, "One eye, one eye, tie." One no, eye he, eye, tie. Oh, tie. How are you?
0: He he knocks on the door and he's got like a people. He's like, "Oh, what is it one eye, tie, tie eye, tie eye, tie's my guy, second in command, tie
1: eye, eye <laughs> guy, eye guy, tie." Okay, well, you can you can do this, Bill.
0: You can remember <laughs> i guy, tie my guy, tie eye guy.
1: Mm, right, eye <laughs> guy, tie. Oh, God. He just keeps doing it over and over and over again for everybody. Lee. Lee is son. Son Lee. Son Lee Lee. Lee is son. (laughs) Son Lee. Lee related to me. Awesome.
0: (laughs) Baltar bad.
1: Bad guy Baltar. Baltar is a bad guy. Greasy hair Baltar. Bad Baltar. Slippery,
0: slippery. Sneaky Baltar. Sneaky, sneaky. Galloway hates Baltar. (laughs) Baltar. Sticky tar Baltar. Bad boy Sneaky stab you in the back, collaborator Baltar. Baltar, t- bad. Got
1: it. <laughs> just we just learned the truth that Dom was just walking around mumbling like a fucking psychopath <laughs> yeah. all the time. Anytime someone's not talking to him, he's just mumbling.
0: Boomer gun. gun.
1: Ow, oh, boomer, gun, ow. Oh, hot
0: lead in my belly. Ow, oh, boomer. Bad, boomer. <laughs> but no, wait, a scene a good boomer, boom, boom, just, boom, boom he... goes boomer's gun into my gut. Boomer. Ow. Oh, in my gut. Hot lead. Ow. Oh. And then yes. he just he gets Alzheimer's when you show him Athena. It's like I just imagine it's like a um, like flashcards. Like they hold them up, and all, all the like the whole childish thing. Like the whole write-up is on the back. Boomerow, gun boom, gun goes boom, ow into my belly. Ow, treachery, so boom boom, boom boom, ouchie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so stupid. Bill, do you need any help? Oh no, die, 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 die. I guy time am working on a tie. I'm fine. <laughs> so, just, he's just on the razor's edge of baffling incompetence at all times.
0: <laughs> mm. I like it. Mm. Send in yours. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we did learn that. It's true. It's important. <laughs> it's crucial. It's super important. But oh, uh, some some the only plot thing is really the. The the council that she's putting together,
1: right? Rosalind's, you know, well, not even tribunal yet. They're they're actually trying to figure out what code of laws to even run their trial under. Mm -hmm. Um, Because they're kind of like, well, do we do Caprican law? Do we do all those other astrological names Matthew can't remember? Uh, (laughs) What do we fucking pick?
0: Capricorn, go, go fish, Caprica, Caprica, fish, go, go, Caprica. (laughs) <laughs>
1: cancer, cancerous crabs, cancer, cancer crabs on my
0: cancer. Uh, P- Rosalind cancer, not anymore. Cancer president, uh, crabs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just caught of the crabs Roslyn. for. Uh, he's just getting them all confused. He throws all his flashcards up in the air.
1: Uh, 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 <sighs> uh, hilo below the bus. Throw hilo under the bus every time. <laughs> hilo below bus. <laughs> so bad.
0: Yeah, exactly huh. Hilo, k- Hilo, Kilo Kilo lifts more kilos Than everybody else Hilo's very strong, Kilo, uh, Hilo, Kilo uh, <laughs> he Don't he trust him. the sun. I wish I had Hilo <laughs> Tall, broad, shouldered, handsome Hilo Better than Lee 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 sucks, uh, little lawyer <laughs> Lee uh, <laughs> Little Lee Scrinding <laughs> little Lee D's out of his league, that's leave to me <laughs> I <don't> know <laughs>
1: Just, uh, uh, dama are you okay i'm trying to decide how we're gonna do baltar's trial wait what who are you i'm
0: rapping here
1: <laughs> you don't interrupt i'm spitting I'll some my brain <laughs>
0: you interrupt him and he just has to be
1: hospitalized <laughs> you interrupt him it's like waking up somebody's <laughs> sleepwalking he's just like <laughs> just fucking frothing at the mouth
0: he just strangles you to death
1: <laughs> choke choke it's not a joke <laughs> oh god. Fuck. He's like a deranged Dr. Seuss. <laughs> Murderous
0: one with a whole arsenal of military hardware at his disposal. <laughs> so dumb. Ah. Uh, but uh and Roslyn's going to stay over for a slumber party. They're going to watch Jason movies. Ah, uh, so
1: cute. Hey, by the way, Roslyn is fucking adorable in this episode. She I actually so I, is Dude, her little fucking cutie laughs. I was like, oh. Mm. It's good. What? Hey, I'm into Roslyn again. <laughs> You're
0: like, oh, I love your, oh, I love your cute laugh. I want to do disgusting things to
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that girlish titter. I'm gonna grab a fistful of your hair. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I want to whack my cock off your tits while you do that cute laugh, that innocent <laughs> cute laugh. Jesus Christ, what is Jesus. this? <laughs>
1: Bill, let's start at square one. Fuck. One
0: star. They used to have such good takes on Battlestar Galactica. Now they are just—it's a low—it's what a is it? Low brow bro down. That's it.
1: Uh. Well, on the good episodes, we'll have good takes. Okay, you fucks. All right.
0: Yeah, and we We're suck. Find off. our way through we, here. We suck off the broad-shouldered Hilo enough. It's okay to once in a while say that Adama wants to slap a stick off of Roslin's tits. And Sorry. you know
1: what? I want those two to enjoy that together. Come on. I'm just rooting for their relationship and a good sex life between, between two older people. All you fucks are the bastards for not wanting a nice sexual relationship between That's older right. people on screen. Fuck all of you.
0: That's right. All you've got to do is get some Blue Chew, our new sponsor, Matthew. <laughs> Casper Mattress? I hey, you never
1: slept like you do on a Casper.
0: You need Blue Chew? You need your dick pills and your new mattress, guys. Head over to LiberalStreetGeek.net to find out more details. <laughs> That might not be true. I might be lying to you to get you to the website.
1: (laughs) Either way, we got your
0: eyes. (laughs) We got your ears.
1: Uh, Yeah.
0: So Lee's in there uh, being a being a being old badass baracus over here. Well, well. uh, What's your name? Tools her pencil and makes a. Are you shitting me? Face Starbucks. (laughs) Starbucks had a nice vacation, huh? When's she gonna be in the show again?
1: Dude, uh, fucking A, man. I'm like, that. hey, another reason we're making dumb, silly jokes. Uh, all of our favorite characters are just not around. Come on. Fuck. I mean, it's a goofy episode. It's a goofy right.
0: episode. By the way, is a, is a pyramid ball just a soccer ball that has tape on it? It looks like it.
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> just duct tape up this sock ball. <laughs> yeah.
0: Pretty tough on them today, uh, kiddo. Well, kicking the butt is worth a thousand more. guys, know as you kicked mine enough.
1: Okay. All right. Hey, also, what's up with the, the fucking, there's such a weird little joke of, of what is it? It's not Narcho. It's the other pilot, the other, like, y- you know, younger pilot talking to Hilo. And he's like, oh, I got a dick rash. And Hilo's like, ah, gross. And he moves over his seat. And that's it. Like, <laughs> oh, Hot Dog? <laughs> yeah.
0: What did like, you call okay. him?
1: <laughs> huh?
0: How do you think he got his nickname, Hot Dog? Oh, is that it? No,
1: I'm teasing. He's got a hot dog all the time. <laughs>
0: He's got a, r- a rash. It's really hot. has <laughs> got an
1: irradiated dick rash constantly. It's just a or, hot dog? Or
0: it's just on his feet. Man, my dog's, my dog's hot. is hot. <laughs> <laughs> That's called Athlete's Foot, son. Go see Coddle. Coddle. See for Coddle. Doctor. Doctor
1: Coddle. Uh, you need tough acting to act you little bitch. <laughs> Yeah, so. Oh, God. It's just such a weird joke in this episode. It's like, oh, my dick's all painful and itchy from all the bad sex I had. And he was like, ah, gross. And that's it. Like, <laughs> I'm like, is this guy going to be part of the story? No? All right. Well, moving on. Fuck it. That's Adam's dumbest kid in real life. Oh, I always forget that. No, Shit, you do. That's it's so weird. funny. Every fucking time. Because he just looks nothing like him.
0: Yeah. But it's this weird. is the, uh, you know, the bullshit talk where. You, like you said, the lawyer. Remember when you were younger, right? You'd go visit your grandfather's house and you are fascinated with his papers. Man, you uh, fascinated with his papers, huh, this little kid? Sounds real boring. <laughs> <laughs> didn't like his G.I. Joe guys. You liked his papers? His law uh, papers when you were a child? Grandpa's papers. No, he didn't. No child ever liked law papers. It's impossible. <laughs>
1: I could see a kid being interested in big leather bound tomes kind of, but I'm like just like general. And as soon as papers. he opens
0: them going, Yeah, this is stupid. There's <laughs> there's no white space. <laughs> Where are the pictures? No pictures, no white space. Yeah. But um Nothing. anyway, this is one of those I'm too busy to do it, I'm a cack, and blah blah blah. <laughs> so time's running out, the crew gets involved and they're like, Oh fuck, this little patch isn't gonna work. And uh, we got to get these guys out. They're like, blow the glass, do this. A hundred things that probably would work, but that's not, not going to work for this episode. So we're going to send out the raptor, and um, and we're going to shoot him into space.
1: That's it. What do you think of that? Um, and then you're going to have this... to jump for it. I mean, again, we've talked about some of the, the, the flaws. In jump, logic jump, helo,
0: helo, helo, halo, jump, halo, jump, <laughs> halo, halo.
1: halo, halo. Halo top ice
0: cream. Halo. <laughs> Halo. Mm. Good. Yum. Low, low <laughs> sugar. Doc says good. Doc Coddle says Halo ice cream. Good. I'm going to tell Halo about Halo ice cream. <laughs> Halo eating Halo. Yummy. Yum. <laughs> I don't think I can handle this game anymore. Halo. Halo. Too close. <laughs>
1: He's just got a fucking trickle of blood coming out of his nose. Halo, 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 taba, ice He's cream, just halo.
0: jamming spoonfuls of Halo Top ice cream into his mouth as his nose bleeds and just bumb- bumbling like an idiot.
1: <laughs> is this the end? This is the eventual end of Adama. Yeah. Brain scrambled through mnemonic yes. devices. Callie, Callie,
0: Callie, cult, cult. Callie was in a cult. Carrick, Callie mar- married a broad that ran a cult. Sex cult, Callie, vagina Culty tattoo. Cali. <laughs> Vagina oh, <fuck>. branding. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, probably, so uh, probably good in bed because she's in a cult. Cali cult bed. <laughs> Noted. Boner. Noted. <laughs> File <laughs> away for later.
1: <laughs> oh, fuck.
0: Anyway, Wait, no, man, I mean, give our little truth- girl to Susan Deckler, okay? When Wait, we what? to Give our little girl to Susan Deckler. Right. Right. I like the heart drop I, between uh, I- between, uh, between Carol and Callie all yeah. the times I didn't think about Nikki. I wanted to be close to you. I like
1: and that. honestly, like I really like that moment of her saying, "No, not a pilot. Like I don't want you know Athena and healer to take care of him or anything. Like not military. I want just him to have a regular life." And I yeah. think that's that's mm-hmm. kind of the wake up call Chief needed to hear. Of like, oh, it really is our lives and our jobs and our lifestyle that is the biggest stress on us. We have to yeah, find man. a way to give some room for this. Yeah, you're right about that. And I think it's cool. I mean, and and again, like this is this is to me my favorite part of the episode, just of how it's done. Like seeing the windows get frosty, or seeing seeing ice forming on their clothes. I thought that was really cool. Yep. Like the situation just gets really bad, really fast. And it I look, always it looks appreciate awesome for sure. Yeah, and I always appreciate, especially in a show like this, when you can find a very tense. High stakes, life and death situation that we have to figure out a problem for. And there's no enemy. There's no antagonist. It's just like here's just a bad situation that we have to puzzle our way out of. And, and it's risky and intense. That's fucking cool. Like there's no Cylons involved here. There's no bad guys or saboteurs. I honestly thought at the beginning of this when the, the, the airlocks were first closing, he was even like ah, fuck, what is their name? <laughs> Six, Six- Celix silly future name lady um but yeah he's like oh C-lux. look at our L- L- L-
0: beautiful baby doll daughter we're gonna name her Mary no no we're gonna name her caroline no no just Carol ann don't want to get Matthew mad no no how about no. something precious like Celix How about something
1: precious like Celix Celix? Okay, well, you a robot from the future <laughs> here to save John Connor. <laughs> Seelix? Uh, do, 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 do. Seelix has a locked-on target. <laughs>
0: Seelix will now vent them into space. Victory for and Cylons. <laughs> we shouldn't know with that fucking name. Yeah. idea. Un- impossible hide in plain sight under their nose. Celix <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hello, it is I, Seelix, normal human officer of Galactica. Huh? Celix, C like C, C like C. Celix, C like C, probably Cylon, C Slixy, Slicksy,
0: Sixy, Slexy, Sixy, C Sex. I don't know. I'm dumb. confused. Fucking <laughs> 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 It's so dumb,
1: but uh-huh. I love it. It's fun. Like,
0: uh, it doesn't matter shit. if it's dumb, as long as it's fun, baby.
1: But no, hmm. I thought I really did think for a minute. That I was like, "Oh, is Celix a, a saboteur? Is this something that's we're gonna find out that this was a purposeful design by somebody to try and, and kill them or you know fuck up things?" But no, like it is just you know, hey, the the welding didn't hold. This ship hasn't gotten to have really good you know timely repairs and it's it having taken a lot of wear and tear that they're not able to manage and it's just the situation gets out of control and I'm like that's for one just fucking realistic that shit would just happen like this where things are starting to crumble a little and you can't give it you know they can't dock anywhere and take a month off to just completely refurbish the ship and fix everything needed to be fixed it's gonna start having problems and I think this is a cool sort of in this situation natural disaster
0: nice baby I like it I like it well, <clears throat> things, uh, tensions mount up and, um, you, you know, obviously they, uh, we, we cut away, right? We, we got the, uh, cause the Raptor's heading out. Meanwhile, like Adama, like, is Adama really back in his quarters? Like <laughs> they're freezing to death in there and you're just like going to go ruminate. Is that the word? <laughs> Just think about things. Yeah, yeah. Like you're gonna go sit in your room. <laughs> like what a selfish
1: cunt. Like wait, I did. He watches through the whole process of them getting blasted out, right? Yeah, but dude. <laughs> I mean, it's not like he's like, all right, well, page me how this goes. See you guys. It's not that bad. I know. Just teasing. <laughs> yeah, you know, just fun. Now that would be fucking hilarious, though. But he's they're like they're like, all right, the raptor's ready. We're gonna blow it in two seconds. He's like, all right, but get fucking page. There
0: he goes in his room and he sits on his hump and he fucking whines. <laughs> doesn't he? No,
1: no he, I mean, he doesn't, he, I know. He's in the control he watches room. Watches <laughs> them get blasted <laughs> out. I'm, kidding, I'm just fucking around, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm watching this section. I'm like, is he really that big of a piece of shit? I'm like, no, <laughs> no. No fucking way.
0: He's whining about his wife while his officers are getting shot into space.
1: Ty turns around and he's like, "All right, Adam, at least, Adam, where are you going?" Ty, 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 fucking wandering <laughs> away. <laughs> Wait, what? You didn't even fucking Carol Ann,
0: and Carol, Carol Ann, Carol Ann, <laughs> as he goes <laughs> down the hallway.
1: <laughs> oh god!
0: Know, know.
1: next is the um the riveting scene. Oh of boy, Lee being like. My childhood was hard. And I'm sorry. hey, look, not trying to belittle that. You know, somebody having a rough, rough he, well, upbringing with you know, a remember single Remember, he's mom not
0: and, allowed to have a bad child because he's white. I heard that's a rule.
1: <laughs> so you
0: <laughs> watch, watch yourself. Uh, is, that, is that another one of our rules? That's a rule, man. I, I, I read the internet, and I believe everything I read on it, so... I've reconciled any of my problems in the past were not real problems because I'm a white guy. So I just, I want you to take caution when talking about their problems because they can only ever be so bad. Okay.
1: (laughs) I'm just letting you know off Twitter, Baby, baby.
0: We need to take a Twitter break, baby. I'm just telling you, man, I just want you to, I want you to recognize that because I, you know, I, I, I don't want to have to field troubling emails about you and and your hatred of of, uh, everything, basically. You're just a bad person, essentially. What I'm telling you is that if you tell me that Lee had a bad childhood, you are literally a morally compromised person.
1: A repugnant, awful human being.
0: Yes. Not ruminate, but repugnant.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. So, anyways, back to sh- uh, Lee's shitty childhood. Uh, so, <laughs> his mom was a drunkard and a screaming harpy, I guess. Okay, uh, but no, he talks about how you know, essentially, his mom was unkind after he left, he, and uh, you know, once once Bill was out of the picture, she became way more unstable than Bill ever fully realized. And I think that's at the end of the day. I mean, the only when he real... you mean when Dad left the house, Mom went a little bananas. Right. And that's, to me, that's the other oddity of this, of, like, is this totally unknown information to Bill? Like, really? All these years you've been like, well, when I pieced out, everything was fine, right? You guys just, like, carried on, fucking surfs up, cool. Like, yeah, no, obviously not. Like, obviously it was strained. Haven't we
0: been over this in the miniseries and then, like and then, God when he does the fuel, years. and he gets the lighter, and they play the oh, doly day, early day" fucking Irish happy music at the end, and he gives him the lighter back because his granddaddy used it in fucking court. At least there's that. The court is, um, the like his da- his granddad being a lawyer is consistent. It's been established in the show, which is cool.
1: Wow, dude, I'm not gonna lie, I'm like, I barely remember that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Barely. Uh, like, I remember that. Hey, they blow, remember, the hand,
0: that's Hand of God, where guy she's oh, like, it's there, it's there. And he points on the map, and it happens to be there. And he blows it up, and he's successful, and he gives it down with a fucking that's, lighter back. And they play the happy Irish music, and your grandfather used can, his,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: We're that, not going to be starving anymore. We're going to go to America and get beat up. But... <laughs> um. <laughs> The land
1: of the free and the brave where we get beat up for being foreigners. There
0: we go, no Irish or dogs allowed. Um, and other things and other things. But I'm white, so my childhood was actually probably not bad. Even though I couldn't play for a job or go place where dogs could go.
1: <laughs> All right. I can't wait so- <laughs> until I can be mad at other darker skinned people. Anyway. Silly.
0: Nice nice yes. bailout there. I like that. <laughs> nice bailout. But, um, yeah. So, uh, what were we talking about before we did Irish hymns?
1: <laughs> this uh, shitty episode of Battlestar. Ah, right. That's right. We, I <laughs> am right?
0: re- I was just reminding you about an old episode. That's all. No, that's true. Right, um, let's, let's keep it moving, sweet tits.
1: <laughs> moving along. But, yeah, basically, yeah, I mean... At the end of the day, kind of like what we talked about, like what do we learn here that's truly new? Uh, and I feel like all, it, all that's really there is that, yes, their marriage crumbled, Bill and Carol Ann's, but he doesn't hate her. Whereas like, I feel like Lee actually has much harsher feelings about her than Bill does, even though he chose to leave her. And mm-hmm. that's, I would say, an interesting dynamic. I don't feel like there's much done with it in nope. this episode. Doesn't like matter. at all, <laughs> Man, but I'm like matter, that though. is interesting that like he chose to leave his wife, but it's in his mind it's more of a tragedy than like a, a bad thing that I hated and was glad to get rid of. It's like I'm sad this didn't work out, and I still cared about her very much. And with Lee, is he's kind of like oh fuck my mom, she was she became horrible, awesome. And there's there's something, and and that's the thing, like that is interesting. But I'm like ah, like yeah damn, he yeah really, he he
0: he, you know it's not an uncommon military trope for the guy to have turned his back on his family to continue pursuing
1: his career in the military. Right. Indeed. All through your glorious career, you prided yourself on being a leader of men. What but about not, me?
0: What, I want you to okay. lead me. What's your name again? Carol, 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 C, Carol. <laughs> Carol Christmas what Carol starts in. with C. See you next Tuesday, Carol. <laughs> but, um... Yep. So, in the hyper... In in little uh, hyper... Hyperbaric chamber, is that what I'm trying to say? I believe so, yes. That's where Michael Jackson sleeps. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep me in here like Disney. Can you do me a favor? Can you have the boys' bathroom put right over there so I can see?
1: Uh, okay, overdose them. We're
0: done. <laughs> we're going to look up there and see them pretty boys. I wish I could uh. moonwalk while I was sleeping. But, um, yeah, so a nice little touchy, allegedly. A nice little touching scene, and uh dude, and then, I love how much and then better. D off, goes home. Uh, Speaking of uh, unappreciative, he goes home to his beautiful, beautiful lady D.
1: Oh, Lee, yeah.
0: She's like, oh, hey, I'm just in bed, and your dad brought this stuff by. We already <laughs> know about the secret tryst between Bill and D. That happened. <laughs> That's why she's so just. Just Bill and D or Hilo and D or wait, no, no, no. Who
1: are we talking about? Bill and D. We,
0: oh, no, we, we, we wrote a Bill and D one, right? The real Adama. Did we a Bill
1: and D one? We oh, did. The
0: real Adama. Yeah. The, will the real Adama please stand up in my <laughs> puss, I think is the actual name of the story we wrote. Will the real Bill Adama please stand up in my puss. I don't think that's what we named it, but we should. Um, but he comes home and his papa left him his law books so he can be a lawyer, a Lincoln yeah, lawyer. Pretty- Caprican criminal codes. Maybe someday you can be a
1: lawyer like your
0: daddy. <laughs>
1: but he gives him these books in what should have been a—I feel like a bigger moment than to be shoehorned into this episode.
0: Yeah, it's interesting that you have a—it's that you have a feeling for that because you think this is even going to matter in the future.
1: I honestly, in my opinion, I'm like, well, it better. Or kind of like, eh? Why'd we do this? Got I mean, it. it's a little bit of like, I, if it doesn't you're, really. You're come trusting about, the
0: meta aspect of this information, essentially. Yeah, because
1: yeah. without it going anywhere further, of like Lee maybe changing course, and once you know the Cylon war is over, or once humanity settled, then I, I, the only thing I could see it being, there for is Adama trying harder to connect with his son on a personal, not professional level. I'm like, that's kind of what it is, but it's that's still not much. Um, and feel, if it's yeah. more of like an encouraging Lee, like you don't have to be like me and follow my footsteps and be in the military. It's like, you can encourage this other interest. I'm like, okay, then let's, let's see where that goes. Like I, I would be interested to see if during Baltar's trial, we start to see Lee step into that kind of role and that become a new thing for him. And that, that would be interesting. I gotcha. And then
0: of course, um, the lovely Roslyn decides that she's going to give Bill a gift of a book which is a nice callback because Bill never loans books.
1: Oh, that's true and she's like just call it a gift, not alone." Yep.
0: loan. Very cool. And um yeah, this this is a standout scene between these two. It feels very real to me.
1: Yeah, no I like it. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. And they're they're, man, they're, they're quite thinking... fond of each other. They are. And that's that's the thing I like about it. I like that their their chemistry is is it's really there, but it is somewhat understated like neither of them pushes it too far they're they're still very like professional and respectful but they each know exactly what is there and they're on the same page Mm -hmm. and that's cool like what would be an example of
0: of it going too far you think i mm, that's a good
1: question honestly it's it's
0: not a good question i was trying to set you up for a joke but never mind
1: (laughs) Um, no, I actually think it is. I mean, I feel like I'm like, what would be the thing that that is too soon for this relationship? Because we've never really seen it fully kickstart. We've just kind of seen it with like little hints, and you know, he kisses her that one time, and that's like, oh wow, there really is something there. And we, but then it goes quiet again for a long time. Um, and I kind of like how it's just rekindled subtly here. It's not a big thing. She's more just like, well, hey, just you know, to let you know, I would have still built that cabin, right? You know, like it's yeah. not a hypothetical. I would have done that.
0: I can dig it. It's good stuff.
1: It's cool, man. Yeah, and honestly, yeah. I just like really like hearing uh, Bill being like, "We forget what we're fighting for sometimes. That if you're in the midst of a war, you you try to you have to try and remember that you're doing this and and fighting to protect regular life and being a, just a person and, and spending time with people, being happy and li- having something to live for." And I like that it's like this moment of him remembering that. Yeah, I can have that too. Like me and Rosalind have something here that's worth exploring.
0: Yeah. I absolutely would have built the cabin," she says,
1: mm-hmm.
0: on her way out, and that's when uh, he just sort of thinks, and she exits, and
1: and Roslyn's just damn it, just fucking cutie pie in the scene. I'm sorry, cute.
0: Yep, I agree. And then uh, he the, has some more head movies arm, with his wife, <laughs>
1: a couple more head movies. My
0: head movies,
1: M O O N Galactica. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, he takes a sip of whiskey, and the episode's over.
1: Be easier to hate you. But I'm going to definitely take out this picture again next year and have a sad beat-off to it. Hmm. That's too bad. <laughs> That's pretty much it. He All puts right. it
0: away. I think we'll be at the uh, guys' trial next week. Man, I don't know. I don't hey, fucking quick. know. Nah. <laughs> all right listen to comments
1: <laughs> all right all okay. right
0: anna uh, Burkovich says hello despite <laughs> weak spot i have for the filler uh if i had to choose my least favorite it would most certainly be this one Weak plot almost to the point of what plot weak setting weak dialogues ridiculous and over in minor exceptions, in a near zero impact attempt to provide better insight to some characters' personalities, but worst of all, too much Kelly! That woman irks the fuck out of me. Every time I hear her whiny voice, I want to slip Kinjal in between her ribs. <laughs> oh wait, that's not true. I just want to go back to the episode where Chief pounded her into the deck and watched that See, holy shit over and over until the nausea passes. She wants to give herself exposure therapy. To to chief pounding her full mount like ground and pounding her face into the into the uh, deck rating. That's, that's uh, awesome. Uh, uh. Just, just monkey umbrella. punching her, just chim punching her. <laughs> oh, I do geez. love Adama's inner dialogue. I'm not sure how I feel about it being a flashback, project type of thing. It's introspective and brutally honest. And the idea that it is perceived commandability is constantly weighed against a single decision and its outcome seems very much in character for him. So I'll give him that. There you go. Right,
1: Thank right, you very right. much, Anna. Cool. Very good comment. Yeah. Um, on the opposite side of things, we got one from Mr. JD Ibe. Um, J D,
0: motherfuckers. JD. He's so cool for a name.
1: He gets two <laughs> letters. Huh? See? That's how you abbreviate. Just two letters. Don't need no long ass. I don't Carol need two Ann names. I Jane got names. two
0: letters, motherfucker. I don't need no more letters. That's JD. No letters. Coming in Beautiful. hot.
1: He says. I'm not sure if this was ever discussed and recommissioned, but I've heard recently Dean Martin and Nathan Tamulus discussing the pros and cons of families living aboard the Enterprise during their Trek talks. For that's for members only, anybody who's confused about that. Mm, uh, Liberty Geek.net.
0: Geek dot Geek. slash join. Plans start as little as $5 a month and you get a bunch of bony shit. So go there now. net slash join
1: wow that's pretty good huh <laughs> that's beautiful my eye. <laughs> go ahead <laughs> that's beautiful
0: hey somebody's gotta fucking dance to get us the shillings around here cause you <laughs> ain't fucking right. doing it you
1: fucking dance you monkey with your little hat <laughs> I'm gonna throw you a little nice hat you dance with it
0: <laughs> but <laughs> he goes whatever on it say,
1: takes. always an interesting topic to explore in discussing as to why on a Battlestar should Nikki be allowed to live on board Callie mentions a civilian ship for him to go to should anything happen to her and the chief. Couldn't this have been considered knowing the risks of assignment on a Battlestar? I did enjoy this ep. A lot of Jed's uh, a lot of Edward James almost to act his fucking face off for every scene. Interesting how he seems to be projecting somewhat like Gaius in Caprica. <laughs> <laughs> and Caprica. <laughs> Matthew Anderson, what do you think of this? I know, I uh, I know or think of other characters that have done this projecting, but I can't remember offhand who else in past episodes split their presence in their current location while also experiencing a place in their head slash mind slash memory, whatever, mm. in his ship slash quarters or in his cabin. Uh, and that's what I was talking about earlier, J.D. Yeah, like in this show, I feel like that's a confusing way to present essentially a flashback because J.D., I pretty much make of it that it's just a memory. He's just speaking to his memory, having a kind of hypothetical conversation. But yeah, like we were talking about, it's a bit of a weird way to present it in this show where that always has been used to kind of show Cylon scheming. Indeed, A little weird, a little off. A
0: off. Um, it's a bit off. To old, his other it? point about... Uh, should Nikki be allowed to live on board? Callie mentions a civilian ship for him to go. Should anything happen to her and chief? Couldn't this have been considered knowing the risk assignment on a battle star?
1: Mm. Um, It is an interesting question, but you got to think that, damn, if any military personnel have children at all at, at some point in time, do they just have to get shipped away from them to a civilian ship? That's pretty rough.
0: It doesn't appear that that's the case. Yeah. I guess if uh, your population is low and you and you want, yeah, I don't know. Should yeah. is an interesting way to ask it. I couldn't tell you the should to that. Yeah, I guess yeah, it depends on what the goal is, right? Right. I mean, I, if, and if, if they, they I weren't have having marital problems, I mean, the risk associated with being on board is that the kid could die, and they know that going in. Now, I think this is a bit of an emergency contingency because they had a kid down on the planet, thinking that was that. Now things right. have changed. It would be hard to separate that kid from their parents. And yeah. Chief is too valuable, and my guess is Callie wouldn't want to be separated. Like, Callie wouldn't want to be like, oh, I'm, I'm getting fired and discharged. I have to go live somewhere. Like, this is crazy. So I think they're just like, let's mm-hmm. roll with it and see what happens, <laughs> you know?
1: Just tolerate this fucking baby. That's it. Nikki, icky, Nikki, icky, Nikki, stinky diaper, Nikki.
0: <laughs> awesome. And Michael Coldio says... First, I want to give props to Athena. No human could have caught Chief and Kelly in Kelly space with a raptor. Maybe Starbuck. It was an all right episode. I find it really interesting how Adama deals with the anniversary of his ex. Uh, every year, he pulls out the wedding photo, and Saul knows exactly what is going on. That's a great point. Whenever you even mentioned that.
1: That's true. And that's just a good— That's a, a really good subtle characterization I, thing. I that it's not some big. It's not some big conversation between the two of them, but it's just that Saul's like, Ah, it's that time of year again. Like, he just accepts that. that that's a part of his friend, and that's a— thing he does and he just moves along with it. Yep. Um, I also, more to his point about uh, Athena, I still think it is really cool at this point in time that it is just not even a point of discussion that Athena's a fucking Cylon. Like, they trust her for this extremely risky mission with two of their pretty high valuable crew members and they're just like, yep, put Athena in there, let's go. Like yeah, I just love that Like that has just been totally accepted at this point. I know I've talked about it somewhat before, but I just think it's cool how it's just like it is not even a thing of mention anymore. They're like, yeah, she is just part of the crew. She's on a mission. It is not a thing. I'm like, damn, that is – look at that progress being made for, for Cylon rights aboard Galactica. There you go. Good for them. Cool shit. Cool shit. All right. All right.
0: I think that's it. That does it. I guess that's our, uh, that'll conclude our coverage uh, of the old, uh, what's it called here? Day in the Life. (laughs) So if I'm looking at my calendar, Matthew, Mm -hmm. it looks like on Monday, uh, that'd be the 5th. Monday, August 5th, we'll be doing our next recording, which means, so this one you're listening to, what is this, Day in the Life? This one you're listening to on potentially the 26th Friday. And the next one you'll be listening to, which is Dirty Hands on the 9th of August. Mm Dirty Hands. Mm-hmm. How many more episodes left in this season? I haven't even looked. Um, I do not have that memorized. I apologize a thousand times, sir. But <laughs> we're sitting in front of the sum of human knowledge.
1: <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. So let me see. Don't do uh, that. Uh, I'm not looking at titles. I'm just looking at a number. Okay, so there are 19 total. 20? Uh, oh, well, it says it's 19. Yeah, because stupid
0: Amazon. Because Amazon counts Occupation and Precipice is one episode. Fucking ding dongs. Jesus. It's super annoying. That's yeah. Fair. So we only have one, two, three, four, five, and then we're kind of, kind of in the end game. Holy shit. One, two, three, four, five episodes. Yeah. And Crossroads is a two parter. We could probably do that like we did every other two parter and record them as one episode. Hell yeah. So call it. In terms of podcast episodes, one, two, three, four left, and we're done with the season. Wow. Wow. Damn. You know what's crazy? Um, Mm. A Day in the Life is one of those episodes I was thinking about when I had that idea about recording two in a night. (laughs) Oh, oh, yeah? Because we could have easily just been like, okay. Like the last Mm. two episodes, we could have recorded in one night because nothing happens. (laughs) But you can not do that with all of them, so it doesn't matter. the The That's listeners true. had a good point on that, though, about the whole dynamic of the like you not being spoiled. So, it's I do I, yeah. do, I do, I uh, do accept that uh, is a is a legitimate and uh, notable concern as to why we abandon that whole idea. Because <laughs> I'm not. A, we hear you. Mm-hmm. I'm not a so now. fucking crazy narcissist. That it's like no, I no, I, my idea has to go forward. Because it's mine. <laughs> I'm crazily narcissistic in other ways. So, um... <laughs> well, there we have it. That's it. We're done. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Thank you. Uh, and of course, we'll catch you guys on the flip side. Goodbye! Goodbye!